Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite TV shows and movies. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Steve, aka Watson Deeds, and I'm here with my boy Chad. We are an inclusive podcast that focuses on the voices that are ignored. We are all nerds here. Thank you to all our supporters. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and give us a good review. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. This is your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. Jazz Point. Just like, <laughs> yeah, like Flashpoint, man, which Flashpoint. is a story this is based off of. It was Aren't such you... a dude, like, do you just want to dive into it? Because, like, I am so hyped. For this <laughs> no, no, we can't dive into it because we have to introduce our new guest, Nabil. Hey, mm-hmm. Nabil, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you guys? Thank you for having Good. me. Yeah, no problem, here, man. man. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Man, okay, this is going to be a lot to uh, take in. Um, Okay, so I am a little co-owner of a little uh, tech pro- company called Mesh Lab. We do a little bit of home automation. Um, apart from that, I do a little bit of acting on the side, um, and and I'm I'm a huge nerd, and that's about it. <laughs> love it, love it. Look at that. See, this is what we got to do. When you're brown, you can't just follow your dream. You have to follow like your parents' dream first, and then you can do your real dream after you Absolutely, do that. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> we got to work twice as hard to follow our dreams. <laughs> that, that was actually my dad's requirement. Like, do go to yeah. school, do something in technology, and then and then maybe think about it after. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, okay, hey. As long Listen, as you're happy and you're living at large, man, that's all that matters. That's what it is, man. In their defense, it's a great backup. You know, if you don't, yeah. if you, you, it's good to have a backup. It gives you, like, no fear. You can go for that. So yeah, we love that. He's the next Kumail Nanjiani, all right? Like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, know, I wish. You know, I know a guy who's, like, second cousins with Kumail Nanjiani. So fingers crossed if I. My, my cousin is actually neighbors with Kumail Nanjiani's parents. <laughs> it's actually really, really funny. Yeah, they're in New Jersey near Mawa. <laughs> So it's really, really hilarious. Small world. Uh, yeah, it is a small world. We got some people in the comments already. Marley's here. Sammy's here. Oh man, this is Sammy going Huck. to be this is going to be interesting because I'm not 100 percent sure we are all on the same page on this one. So let's see. Let's really? dive into it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Listen, this movie. Let's do the. Let's spend the first 10 minutes talking about what our initial thoughts are and then we'll get into spoilers so i want to give our guests the first shot at it okay. so uh nabil why don't you go first what were your initial thoughts of the movie after you came out of it i came out of it uh underwhelmed oh uh, yeah it's, i don't know how how i feel it's it's mixed emotions um you know following dc's you know very chaotic pass over the 10 years you know dc (laughs) universe started 10 years ago in 2013 with man of steel Mm -hmm. and this is i guess our goodbye to that entire universe so it's just it's using the same storyline actually (laughs) but is it really using the same storyline that's the same we'll see we'll see yeah yeah i I get what you mean but honestly i i had my ups my downs um mainly like just confusion and just I guess, a little bit of anger in me i don't know how to i don't know it's just emotions are all over the place oh um, love it love it but i will say you know say what you want about ezra miller his acting is is 100 percent really good it hits his acting mm, hits interesting. Uh, the chemistry that he has with other other uh characters you know his, his parents um himself other barry himself, <laughs> himself. i mean <laughs> It's, I, 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 you know, you, at, at that moment, you just forget all of his, his personal issues, like the actor's personal issues, and you're just looking at his performance. You have to, like, mm. differentiate it. So I say that he did a great job. Okay, okay. Jazz, what about you? What are your thoughts? Right. So when I came out of the movie, I thought this was a very good way to end this mess as Neil said, because, you know, it really is a mess, right? The whole DC extended universe here, it's just been absolutely garbage overall. Yeah. Uh, this movie was a nice little cherry on top just to end the garbage. And 
I mean, yeah, like it's the best of the worst, like honestly, the way I see it, right? Wow. I know people are gonna say, "Oh, Snyder's cut for Justice League was amazing," which it was. I'll actually give him that. But this movie is what I think what a superhero movie should be. It was just fun. It was a cool little watch on like a Friday afternoon that I, you know, saw with Rocky, who's been on the show a couple times. Sure. Uh, the callbacks they had in the movie were I didn't expect that. It was really cool, and. You know, I, I understand why people are angry and underwhelmed, but given the world that we're in and the source material that was there, you know, it is what it is. They did the best with what they had, and this was a nice send-off for it. Mm, interesting, interesting. So Jazz seems to be really happy with it. Nabil seems to be a little <laughs> underwhelmed. I mean, I'm I would... happy to the point that it's it's good enough for what it is, right? I, I didn't expect more. Mm. I expected a lot less. And it was surprisingly better than what I initially expected going in. Really? Okay. Well, so, for yeah, so, sorry. Oh. Um, would you say that uh, this is something that you'd go back and watch again? Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> God no. God no. All right. For for me, um, I I, I kind of agree with Nabil. I think I was a little underwhelmed. Um, I wouldn't even say I was whelmed. <laughs> I feel like I, I wanted to say I was whelmed, but I was not. Uh, the thing is, for me, I think two things really hurt this movie for me. Number one, I couldn't differentiate the Ezra Miller stuff from the the Ezra Miller character. Uh, for some Fair. reason, mm-hmm. I just found Youngberry super annoying. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because of all the Ezra stuff, or maybe it's because he actually just is annoying. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, two, two. Um, I, I gotta say, like. This movie had so much hype. They said this is like this gonna this would have saved the DCU if we had the chance. Uh, Tom Cruise gave this movie a great score. Uh, like Stephen score. King. Stephen King. <laughs> uh, James Gunn is both like this is an amazing movie, and I'm just like, okay, you said it. I believe it. This better be better than the Snyder uh, movie. This better be better than uh, the first wonder woman this better be better than shazam because this is what people are saying like this is the best superhero movie they couldn't get rid of ezra because of how much they believed in this movie they didn't think twice to trash batgirl but they went for back to this movie they went back they went so hard for this movie and i'm like watching this and i was like I could have done with the Batgirl movie, actually, to be honest with you. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it. I was like, and here's the thing, man. There's some things that I love about this movie, like Supergirl, Michael Keaton. Love it, right? Uh, some things just didn't really hit for me. And then there's some things that hit really, really well. I think uh, the emotional parts of this with Barry and his mom definitely hit for me. That was the heart of the story. I wish we oh, focused yes. on that a little bit more and like, you know, no spoilers, but everybody knows what happened to his mom. It's in the trailer. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we saw flashpoint in the CW show. We saw flashpoint in the animated series. Uh, this is not up to par with those two. I would oh, say God, no. that I would say the Grant Gustin one is uh, much better, and I would say that the cartoon one is is much better, and then obviously the comics is much better. So mm-hmm. to be like the least, I don't know, entertaining Flashpoint story or interesting Flashpoint story is pretty sad when you you think that like you know so many people wrote on it and they had so much money behind it. So I would say that i was underwhelmed maybe as we talk about it my my thoughts will change because i feel like sometimes i I didn't really process this movie it's still raw in my head right so i'm kind of just like okay i left the theater feeling i i I wanted more from everything that they promised they did not deliver is how i felt uh would i have enjoyed this if nobody said anything and i went in completely blind and didn't know and all the cameos weren't spoiled and like all of the best scenes weren't in the trailer yeah maybe if that was the case i would have loved this movie there is a possibility of that so that's the vote i'm in because i actually didn't see the trailers i didn't know the cameos were and i did compartmentalize this movie away from the animated movies the animated show the cw verse and the comic universe i was able to compartmentalize it completely and mm, that's so, why i enjoyed it more than anybody so jazz let me ask you this how did you not see a single trailer because they marketed this movie 
like I've never seen a DC movie market, especially after Shazam, they barely marketed yeah. that. They put all the money into this movie's marketing. All of it. How did you Where avoid that? Where do y'all see trailers? Like I just I, didn't see them. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah, like I w- I'd be watching TV shows on Hulu and their uh, commercials, uh, Twitter, um, TikTok, TikTok uh, Instagram. I saw YouTube. them everywhere. YouTube. See, here's the best thing. Um, for the past three weeks, I've been so busy with work, I haven't watched anything. So mm. I just completely avoided all spoilers and all leak scenes, everything. I had no clue what was going to happen going in. Yeah, but you still have the other two flashpoints to compare it to, even if you didn't know anything about the scenes and stuff. Compartmentalize, like you know, you're starting with trash. You know, it's going to be bad, right? Like that's not a fair assessment. You can't say a movie is good because the rest of them are trash. Everybody else, like this, is like me saying, "Oh, this movie is bad because it's not as good as The Dark Knight." Completely true, but like I'm not going to compare it to The Dark Knight, like because we're all masterpiece there. That's fair, but you can't also be like you know, uh, like. It had other DCU movies that are basically in the same universe as it. Like, to say this is the best DCU movie, like, I find that hard to believe. I think Shazam's better than this. I would say Wonder... I don't even like Wonder Woman. I hate that movie. But I would say the first Wonder Woman is better than this. Uh, Batman versus Superman is better than Man of Steel is definitely better than this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, like... And Zack Snyder's Justice League. We can't leave that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like, the only movie that I think that this is better... Uh, this is better than it's definitely the wonder woman 1984 shazam 2 and black adam uh, yeah black adam honestly <laughs> I, I might even i don't know i might it's, it's right it's there with black, adam. with black adam yeah no um i'm not saying it's the best movie of the this series yeah what i am saying it's a good movie given the material that was there no, but the material is so good flashpoint no, material no, no. you're is amazing. referring to the comic you... material i'm referring to the previous storyline of the dc verse they have right here how are you going to tie all of that together and then send it off right how would you do that what do you mean you don't have to it's flashpoint you don't have to tie off anything are you saying like tying up all the previous movies in continuity like we're talking about man of steel batman v superman and then who knows which one's canon justice league or Zack snyder's just none of it's canon at this point to me yeah i mean at yeah, this point, it's all reboot it's, gone. it's all it. gone i'm going to the movie and i'm just gonna have fun with it and that's it so no history at all, and then it's yeah, just a I'm completely ignoring the comics here. I'm completely ignoring the animated universe. I'm ignoring everything. That's like, the only way you can enjoy this movie. Like, okay, look, I am not one of those like CGI things. Like, oh, this, 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 there's a little problem here. There's a little problem there. But like the CGI alone in this movie bothered the shit out of me. And I know that the, the <laughs> director came out and said, oh, the CGI was meant to be bad. That's He's a cop talk- out. First of all, he's talking about one scene where they're in the Speed Force, which obviously is not a spoiler. But I would say that wasn't the only scene where the CGI's were so bad. <laughs> there were so many other ones. See, I think every Zod thing. scene was like bad. Like, oh like yeah, his, absolutely. It, it, it didn't even feel like the actor was there. I just felt like they did have like a CGI model of Zod, and he's just doing all the acting. Yeah, that's what it, made it, it fun. You have to appreciate how bad it was. Like, it's so bad, it's fun. So no, wait, are you no. saying like this is like the room or something? It's like the worst movie ever, but it's so fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, like I had a great time watching. You're comparing it, the like, flash to the room. That's gonna be bad. Oh uh, no, I I did not. I, I wanted to see it. I love Flashpoint. I think it's one of the best storylines ever, and I want to see it do justice. And no, I don't think this it did. Is not do justice. This to was a huge stuff. injustice towards the Flashpoint paradox. 100 <laughs> percent. Speaking of injustice, now that's a movie I would like to see. <laughs> but Yo, we'll we see. will never see that. I'll we tell you. I wish. <laughs> All right, justice all right. in real life oh Oof. all right i don't want them to do it because i know they're not going to do it justice uh, no. no no we got ruby in the comment yo she, she, she started, she's starting so much drama fight 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 sick him jazz get him an eve this is great. She, she says she's never seen us fight i don't think we ever have fought on this show jazz that's so funny not like this nah because like you're actually looking at this from an actual like pop culture review like and i'm just looking at it like i was bored on a friday and i went to watch a movie (laughs) i think this deserves more eyes and more critical analysis than just like i went to go watch cocaine bear like i I don't that's exactly how i went in i didn't know what to expect i just had fun with that movie (laughs) fair fair but that's that's not how i I went i I think what this movie was trying to do was just somehow get every single person to watch it you know like how when endgame came out 
everybody yeah. was watching that even their grandparents yeah. were watching it yeah, yeah i think they tried to use something like that for this film by having these these cameos and all these things to just grope in your grandparents and your great-grandparents and then it just didn't pay off and and i don't know now they're just gonna blame everybody for not <laughs> watching the movie because i hear that the box office numbers are just dropping yeah, yeah all right sammy brings up a good point he goes as someone who doesn't watch superhero movies i really enjoy the flash he thinks Edward did a great job that's fair i feel like we're a little too close to things sometimes so it it does uh kind of change the way we look at things so i think that's a fair assessment um uh, if you're somebody who went on a date doesn't really care about a superhero movie then just wanted to be entertained uh and you were you know you enjoyed it. That's awesome. I I uh, love to hear that. I don't know who would, anyone who would take a girl on a date to watch The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, right there. Look, man, listen, listen. You take her to The Flash. Maybe you'll get flashed. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Good start night, the show. Everybody. Let's start the show. Let's start the show <laughs> before I get quoted. <laughs> Oh man, I know someone's gonna record that in the back. Of oh, it's gonna be Ruby. She's our historian. Straight I up. I know. She always, she always captures it. All right, guys. This means we are 15 minutes into the show. This means we are going to talk about spoilers. We're going to recap the entire movie, talk about the Easter eggs, talk about things that you might not have noticed, might not have caught. So let's go into it. So the first thing we see is we see. Oh, great! Ruby already got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, "Take a girl to the Flash. Maybe you'll get flashed." <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man! All right, all right. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So we start the movie with Barry Allen uh, at a bar. Or no, at a uh, coffee shop. And then Alfred calls him up, and he's like, "Hey, you need to get to Gotham quick." And he's like, "Oh, why can't Diana take care of it? Why can't Superman take care of it?" And we see Superman uh, laser beaming a volcano, which we're going to assume is a Henry Cavill one. It's um, a headless Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Baseless Henry Cavill again. Could have been anybody. Uh, could have been anybody. Uh, definitely wasn't uh, Peacemaker over there. <laughs> uh, and then what I really liked, something I loved, is they brought this new thing to the lore where Barry has to sustain calories to, to keep up his speed, which is amazing this is great because one of the biggest problems that people have with the flash or barry allen is he's so op he can do anything and he's Mm -hmm. like how can he get hit if he can be as fast as possible and now there's like well barry needs to consume his energy because he takes up so many calories so uh, this basically broke that rule and got people to be like okay now i can follow it now he can't be in flash time at all times because it would consume too much energy i love that i thought that was great idea uh, to explain how we can not just have op barry at all times love yeah, that it. was also from the cw show uh the flash because when barry was first getting his powers right yeah uh, they had to create these special like protein bars for him that were yeah. like so dense and nutrient rich for him to keep up his energy. So this was a really cool callback to that. Yeah. No, and in the Justice that. League, they kind of hinted at it. They didn't really go into details. Yeah. yeah. Like in the animated show, like you always see Flash like chowing down on everything. It was it was funny, but like you kind of got why. Yeah. But you never seen him like slow because he doesn't have food. So this is like the first time we got to see that, which I really, really love. Um, and then we got to see like batman come out of his plane and you saw ben affleck in the blue and gray suit loved it loved that that <laughs> was loved amazing i love the gray and blue suit man i no, had he, like he, a weird relation like weird feeling looking at that oh <laughs> um, okay look look the cgi Ooh. wasn't bad it wasn't great but the blue and gray suit is so cool because some of my favorite comic runs has him wearing the blue and gray suit right you get the uh, hush storyline you get the world's finest he's always wearing the blue and gray suit and like in all the movies it's always been black on black on black right so this was really cool to see and again we see the blue and gray suit in michael keaton's uh, closet too i love that i love the fact that he has a blue and gray suit it just made me happy i don't know i don't, about you I don't think my issue was with the color it was more like the tactical gear on his suit it just it just oh, looked that's weird a you know? issue though like that's too no i mean like if we're talking about <laughs> baffleck's suit I, I would say that um 
yeah, like his suit in BVS and Zack Snyder's Just League was like, you know, that that's looked tactical and it was perfectly fine. But this one, like, it had like a weird print on it. I don't know what to call it. like. <laughs> I, I don't know. It looked like spots or something. I I, I have I can't. No, no, it wasn't spots. It was like something to like uh grab onto something, like repel him or something. I don't know what it was. It was part of the uh the motorcycle he was on, I think. But I thought the scene was really cool where he got the grappling hook and then like he's just spinning and kind of just like on his feet and it's dragging him. Oh yeah. I thought the scene was cool. Subway DJI. Surfer style. Yeah. Subway <laughs> surfer. Uh, there's like a YouTube uh, TikTok video on top where he's, while he's doing that. <laughs> so funny. That was my first thought when I saw that. I'm like, yeah, okay. All right. It's going to be that uh, kind of movie. Yeah. See, at I that thought- point, I just let go. I, I let go of all like, <laughs> So Any that's the moment you lost all expectations. Yeah, I was like, You're you like, know what? Screw it. Subway Surfer. Fun. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, let's, I thought that was cool. Um, love to see Ben Affleck, uh, you know, give his shot one more time, get to be in the bat suit one last time. I thought that was really good. Um, and then we see, like, they go up to a hospital. And the cool thing about the hospital is this is uh, Martha Wayne Institute. So it's basically the wing of the hospital that Bruce Wayne donated, <laughs> which I think is funny. And then we see a real life baby shower. Now, yo, these babies were <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I had the exact same thought. This I think I had nightmares that shower. night. <laughs> it just, it, it looks so bad. And, and, and the thing is, like, a lot of people gave this movie good reviews because they watched it early. And when they when you watch something early, the CGI is not done. So they were like, you know, you give it a pass because you're like, ah, the CGI is not done. It'll look great. They're like, yo, what the hell? It's the same CGI we saw like a, like a year yeah, ago. You could tell they on? were like rubber dolls. Like you could tell they were not. It, it kind of reminded <laughs> me like Boss Baby. Like it just felt like Boss <laughs> Baby brought to real life. Oh, my God. That's so yes. true. <laughs> Oh my god! Like motherfucker put a baby in a microwave. <laughs> like what the hell is going on? It's, I was so confused. I was actually upset at the end, like at the end of the whole sequence, where like there was a countdown for the microwave. And yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? The like the microwave was on. <laughs> it was on while there's a baby. I know it's inside? unplugged, but Shouldn't how is it unplugged? unplugged? <laughs> like, what is it? What is it plugged into? Like I, I like we keep. I, I can touch a microwave, but I can't touch a a baby. And I'm like, okay. I, I guess <laughs> I don't I don't really get it, but okay. Uh, then they had like the the therapy dog. Uh, that was a weird uh, animation. It looked like the dog from The Mask. If I don't know if you ever watched The Mask oh, with Jim Carrey, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Uh, and he just like st- stepping on debris, and which which is fine, but I don't know that that scene got a little wonky for me. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I mean, what is there? Like, you have Batman subway surfing. You have Barry climbing, falling rubble. He somehow programmed this sequence in his mind where he can save, like, 15 babies all at once from acid, fire, uh, like, sharp uh, scalpels, like, all sorts of things happening. He's and also eating food at the same time. Also eating food at the same <laughs> time. Right? Food. Like, <laughs> Wait, what did he do to get his energy again? Was it the burrito he that just, he ate or was something more? There was more? like a no, no, hot it was dog. A oh, okay. oh, a vending, was a vending machine. machine. He broke into the vending machine, took a bunch of food, ate that, ate half the burrito, launched half the burrito to save something, like push it away. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. Like I, I just found it entertaining. Uh, what I thought was funny was that after he saved everybody, he tells the nurse that like dramatic experiences can be bad for your mental health, so make sure to talk to somebody. I'm like, yeah, take your own advice, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Take your own advice for him to like look into the camera and for us to be like, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was so funny. Like everybody in the theater I was in, they all just looked at the neighbor and were like, "Is, is he serious?" Like they were all <laughs> questioning that scene. I was like, "Yep, let's yeah. go, baby." All right, another scene I thought was corny. Some people might love might love it, but I thought it was corny. Was that when um, uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman? He's like beats up the guys and he's hanging on to them. And then Wonder Woman saves him and stuff like that. With the lasso uh, of truth. With the lasso of truth, <laughs> which is funny. Iconic and, music, yeah. And yeah, with the iconic music, the <laughs> like Amazonian music. Um, and then they play the same gag from uh, Josh Whedon's Justice League, Justice where they're, League, yeah. yeah, they're sitting on, they're still holding on to the lasso of truth, and they start saying things like, "Yeah, I know what sex is, but I've never really experienced it." <laughs> and he's just like talking about all this stuff. And then Bruce Wayne is like, "Yeah, I could probably do more." By just giving away my money. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. That's same, all same. I feel like that was a, a, a injustice to, like, um, 
Ben Affleck's last performance. Like, come on, yeah. this is not what I want to see as Ben Affleck's Batman. Ben Affleck. Like, <laughs> that got campy. I didn't like that. Like, I like I understand people who are like, oh, if Batman just invested more money into Gotham, uh, he would do more good. And you know what? That's not true. I don't believe that. I'm not one of those people that, that believes that because if you watch enough like Batman uh, lore, you would know that the Court of Owls basically runs Gotham. So no matter how much money he pumps into the city, there's corruption at such a high level that it wouldn't make a difference. So the only person that's right is Ra's al Ghul, who's like, you need to burn this entire city to the ground. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, but back to the scene with the lasso of truth. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm at the point where I'm just like enjoying this movie as like a B level film. Sure. Right? Like it's just so bad. And I'm just like, you know what? Cool. Like let's just have fun with it. Why not? Barry's never had sex. Batman is still broody. And Wonder Woman's in it another two second clip. Yeah, of <laughs> that's course. it. Yeah. They, they Do we even know just for the do we know if that's Wonder Woman or it's not somebody's uh, body and her face like they did in Shazam? <laughs> you know it could be. I, I don't know. Was Gal Gadot actually in the Flash? <laughs> I want to say yes because you know there was like Henry Cavill actually filmed you know and you know they they got rid of his his actual footage for the movie. So yeah. I'm pretty sure Gal Gadot did film for this yeah. movie. Yeah, she was she actually did. in the film. Okay. Okay. Fair. Not that it makes a difference, this bear. Um, all right. And then we see Barry go to the CCPD uh, and he meets an Indian person who's his boss, which is Captain Singh, which is I'm, I'm super excited that they had Captain Singh in here, which like <laughs> I, I like that a little bit of representation. Captain Singh is pretty popular in the uh, Flash TV show, even though like he's played by a man who's so light skinned that I didn't even know he was Indian until like, like I think like season three or something. Uh, but I was so excited when I found out. It was like, oh, Captain Singh is, is here. Uh, and we get to see Iris West, which if you have not seen the Snyderverse version, you probably don't even know who she is. But she is in the Snyderverse version in a really cool scene where Barry saves her. Um, and she referenced that, too, which is really strange. Because she goes, have I seen you recently? And he's like, no, uh, at school. So there was a little reference to the Snyderverse scene that was cut. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um what were your thoughts about Iris West and their interaction? Uh, Nabil, you want to go first? There, I don't, I don't know how to start. I mean, there wasn't much to begin with. Um, you know, there's like a lot of backstory that, you know, oh, we went to college together, I think, or they went right. to high school together. I, I can't remember exactly. But um, there, it, it just seemed very, you know, I guess there's some tension between them. Are we talking about like the scene past that, you know, of their interactions or like throughout the entire film? Just like Iris in in general, like what were your thoughts of her? Like, I don't know. I feel like it didn't. I mean, it didn't add much to his character as far as her uh, interaction went. I, I honestly don't really have an opinion on Iris West. I guess that's how insignificant her role was in this movie. Yeah, I mean, my my opinion is also that there wasn't enough of her in in, yeah. in this. Right, she wasn't really there. Uh, but I really liked. I liked seeing her. I thought she was. She was cool i like when they had their little date and he cleans up the room right before uh she gets there and then everything we've just pops out yeah we've all done that uh we all have not fade through a wall to get drinks though that which i thought was pretty cool but i was i was excited to see him phase because that's something that we see uh the flash do a lot and it was the first time we got to see him do it in a movie which i thought was really cool um, and what, you know what's crazy is that they actually released three comics before this movie came out on how he learned how to phase and where he got the new suit from and everything so oh you really want to know how this happened between these two movies just read those three comic books do they explain how he got the name flash because he didn't have the name flash uh, oh you're right i don't think so i maybe i might i might be wrong so the though uh the way he got the name flash is basically he does kind of some kind of experiment with victor uh, with Cyborg, and he's testing out, like, you know, uh, running at the speed of, like, whatever. Uh, and he meets the Flash from the CW show. And that's the first time he hears the name, the Flash. So the Flash actually gets his name from the Flash, which is pretty okay, funny. So, so it is canon. So that's canon. Okay. It would have to be canon because there's no other explanation about how he got the name, the Flash. So I, that's what I'm. That's what I'm accepting. I'm accepting that the CW crossover where he came into and met Grant Gustin's Barry Allen is how he got the name The Flash, and therefore it's canon. So I love that. 
So I, I'm good with that. Um, also, super cool thing that I we got to learn is Barry is Hispanic. So that was interesting because his mom is speaking Spanish throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Is Ezra Miller uh, Hispanic? I have no clue, actually, because I don't look up Ezra Miller. I actually wouldn't be surprised, though. That was so strange. Look it up. Ezra Uh, Miller's ethnicity. He, uh, father's Jewish, mother's a Dutch and German descent. Okay. So, So, okay. Definitely. And and his his pronouns are they, I think, by the way. They, so. Oh, okay. Definitely. He, they, uh, are not Hispanic, but they made his mom Hispanic. Therefore, the character Barry Barry Allen would be Hispanic, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, all right. So he goes back in time and then he meets his, well, he gets to uh, spend a afternoon with his family, which is pretty nice. And then he basically, uh, I'm remembering to... over uh, the fact that his last interaction with Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. yeah he, he goes back in time. A little Uber scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, be- well, basically, yeah, he's talking to Ben Affleck, and then he runs into Iris, and then Iris gives him an idea that he has to make a small change. He can't make a big change. So the small change that he was going to do was going to move the tomato sauce and put it in the cart so that his mom doesn't realize that they forgot and sends their dad to go get the tomato sauce. Therefore, his dad never leaves the house. His dad never leaves the house. The killers never come in and she never dies. So it's and a small enough change. Yep. And yeah, and his dad never gets blamed. So it's a small enough change. Uh, and that change basically uh, ripples throughout the universe. So the Flashpoint cartoon explains this really well. Uh where basically you're thinking like, okay, so Barry changed this, so everything going forward will have change. But then why did everything backward change too? So the way they explained it in the in the cartoon is basically it's like when you break the sound barrier, there's a ripple effect, right? It's not just in one direction. It's in all direction. It's a ripple. So when you break the time barrier, you also get a ripple effect in all directions, that's how it works. That's why everything from the past is different. Why Superman's not there. Why we have a different Batman. All of this stuff happens because of the way a time, uh, what you call it, breaking the time barrier works. is a ripple effect. So that's why it's the stuff behind and also the stuff on the side all over. That's how they explain it in the cartoon. They do not explain it here until we get to see Michael Keaton. Uh, and he starts spaghetti. And he talks about the spaghetti and the falcon, which we'll get to. Uh, but yes, because of that, his mom is alive. So he goes back and then he gets punched by this random person who punches him out of the speed force. Now, I'm someone who watches the the show from the CW. My first thing was it's Zoom. I thought it was going to be Zoom Salvatar. or Salvatar. Yeah, Salvatar. Oh, Salvatar sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. it had to be one of them, right? And then Mm -hmm. the only, and then like you know, Reverse Flash looks yellow and stuff like that, so it couldn't be him. So it had to be either Zoom or it had to be Salvatar, uh, with the dark colors. Uh, And then I was like, okay, now he's knocked into this world. He sees his mom, but he is a few years early. So Barry is eighteen, coming back from college, and he's in there eating spaghetti or something with his mom, and he sees him. He gets him outside. He puts underwear on his head, which is really funny because everyone makes a joke that like Superman wears underwear outside his clothes and Batman <laughs> wears underwear on his face. One of those old jokes you used to hear as a kid. Uh, and then he basically tells Barry who he is, explains everything to him. Uh, young Barry's a little bit annoyed. Um, but you can see like there's definitely a big difference between the two. There's like a big maturity factor. And he's like, do people find me as annoying as this guy? Which I thought was pretty yes. funny. I have a question between the interaction between two berries. Did you feel like there were two separate people or did you feel like I can't focus on it? I know one of them is fake. That one looks fake. I didn't try to think that hard on it, but I feel like if I did, if I tried to think hard enough, I could go, I could go there and it could ruin it for me. I don't know. What about, uh, what about you? Did you feel like that? No, because like, like I said, I'm just in this movie. Having <laughs> sure. a good time. Yeah, he already yeah, checked out after the whole right. Surfing. I checked out after like <laughs> scene one, man. Yeah, like, I'm not paying attention to any of the actual details or like the Easter eggs. I'm just here to have a good time. Sure, sure. Let's do it. All right, that's fair. That's fair. 
Uh, all right. What about uh, what about you, Nabil? There were scenes that it looked pretty real. Like it, it really felt like there were two people in one room, like the way how the camera moves was moving and how they were interacting with each other. Yeah. And then there was also some scenes where you could just tell that one of them is like a CGI head. So it's like, uh, it's like mixed bag. Okay. Yeah. That was another one. So, Especially when they blurred the background a bit. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. looking back to it. I, I know what you it's mean. Like a floating head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Physics of the hairs off. Guys, pay your VFX workers. Give them time. They need to unionize. Yo, you don't want to strike. They have like a union. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> VFX the workers screen. are the only group in Hollywood that are not unionized. Yeah. And they need to start a union because you end up with shit like this. They're, they're also like overworked. 16 hours a day, you know, minimum wage. In fact, slightly less than minimum wage if they're salaried. It's so bad. So yes, they need to be unionized. We, I don't know why VFX artists are not unionized at this point. Like they no. really should get that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, true. All right. So then Barry goes and he realizes, oh my god, today is the day that he gets struck by lightning. Now, if his old self doesn't get struck by lightning, his new self will never be born or will never get powers <laughs> or whatever. Like the old Back to the Future time travel thing, right? So he takes him into CCPD and they're phasing together. I love the way he just jumps on him like, like in his lap when he's like taking him, phasing him through the, uh, the rooms. And then he phases through one of the rooms, but the doors could just open. <laughs> <laughs> so there were, there, were, there were a few small comic things that hit. There are a few that didn't. Uh, but I love the fact that like, you know, this is the only time that the special effects were decent. When he gets the electricity, uh, he, it was pretty decent special effects. But CW show does it better, and that's the much and, the, and that's saying something. Could they slow down time, and you can see like all the water be really slow, and like I don't know. Sometimes they do it really well. Um, I thought that was cool. Uh, weird where his teeth came out and fell into the other guy's mouth. That was kind of gross. <laughs> and then he glued that back in. So. And then he glued that Super back glue, in. Super glue, like oh, yeah. No. Who does that? That was gross. No. Um, and and then he's like, okay, now we got to get out of here. And then turns out he can't phase anymore. And then we realize that he doesn't have any power. And this is how silly his running is. Because when you see him run without the super speed, it looks so stupid and silly. And he's just like, right. (laughs) Do they? Do they got it right? They got it right. I don't know. I don't know. Are we talking about like the way how he like swims through the motion? Yeah, go like Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It looks so dumb, but that was it was correct comically. Like I was like, all right, cool. Uh, is it correct comically? I don't know. I, they said they got the idea from uh, skaters because that's how skaters move through the mm-hmm. the high speed. So if it makes sense, it makes sense. Uh, but you know, it's. Whatever. I think it's still better than the CW season nine way of like running. Oh, CW after <laughs> CW after season three visual effects don't count. <laughs> they, took, they took their entire budget away. <laughs> No, Which is no, no, sad because no. you know Flash was doing really great back then. It was really great at that point. The their Flashpoint se- uh, season was actually really really good. Um, all right, so then they find out just randomly that uh, Michael J. Fox is not in Back to the Future. How, how did you feel about this? Because the entire time that whole sequence happened, I yeah, like, how is Neeps gonna feel about this? How is Neeps gonna feel about this? Because Back to the Future is your thing, man. It's like your favorite movie. No, I loved it because if you're a Back to the Future fan, you know that Eric Stoltz is the guy who played Marty McFly for like, I think like three, four weeks. And they actually filmed scenes with him. And then they replaced him with Michael J. Fox. And uh, I thought it was a cool detail. But yes, I would not want to live in a world where Michael J. Fox did not play Marty McFly. <laughs> That's the darkest yeah, I heard, timeline. I heard Eric Stoltz's performance was over, like really bad <laughs> anyways. I, and he had problems with the cast and he had beef with people they yeah, just say he, he, was, do... he was punching like the guy who plays biff a lot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> listen that's not the world i want to live in <laughs> but yes so they say that eric stoltz played uh marty mcfly and then michael j fox played kevin bacon in footloose and kevin bacon played tom cruise's in, in, in top gun which i thought was so funny <laughs> damn barry you're ruining all these movies with your ripple Oh man, the attention to detail there was just immaculate for me, though. Like, as someone who watches a lot of movies, this was just great. Yeah. So how uh, how were y'all's movie theaters when these jokes were coming up? Because mine was dead silent. Mine was a little, yeah. little, little bit laughing. I don't think anybody caught the uh, Eric Stoltz stuff 
Uh, yeah. You have to be like a huge movie buff to yeah, know. Yeah, you like, gotta Aaron be a movie buff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In my theater, it was me and Rocky next to me, and then like yeah. two people up front just laughing at this, and people were like, "What's so funny?" And we're just like, "We'll, t- we'll talk to you all later. Just watch the movie." Uh, that's funny. But yeah, let's go to the comments real quick. Uh, <laughs> Mara says, "Should listen to Christopher Lloyd." Always listen to Christopher Lloyd. Ruby's like, "Oh yeah, Jazz. No thoughts, only vibes. I'm just happy to be here." <laughs> that Jazz entire thing. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> this movie, I had no thoughts. Like, I really was just there for the vibes. <laughs> oh. What up, Afan? How you doing, Manur? Good to see you. <laughs> and then Marley. Never in film history have someone uttered the words "the CW did it better." <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> oh, man. How the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Eric Stoltz is apparently kind of racist. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Did not know that. Uh, and Ruby says, this new ultra skeptic shrugs. Uh, all right. <laughs> 2, 2.0 is delightful. <laughs> Oh man! Listen, I'm not gonna have good things to say about every single movie, guys. All right, uh, now we get to hear about Zod, and apparently Zod is here, and uh, and he looks bad. Yeah, he, he looks, looks kind of so bad. 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 Kinda bad. <laughs> like yeah. the message itself looked like a PS2 cutscene. You know, like, from, <laughs> when they're recreating the one from Man of Steel, and yeah. I went back home to watch Man of Steel, and I was like, this is not the same message. One looks 10 times better. The other looks mm-hmm. 10 times worse. Dude, Man of Steel gets better and better every time another DC movie comes out. <laughs> like, it just goes higher. And I'm like, Man of Steel is a masterpiece, guys. <laughs> like, at this point. And that's what, if you if you think about the, I mean, Jazz, you haven't seen any trailers, apparently. But all the nope. trailers were just recreating Man of Steel scenes. Like, you yeah. know, they were just like, hey, we're going to run the hype off of, like, Zack Snyder. I'll run the hype of Man of Steel. Like, make people think that it's Man of Steel 2.0 or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, uh, Marley, we're gonna get to that. I, I will bring that up later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. I saw the comment too. I cannot wait to talk about those. That, that's gonna be a funny thing to talk about. Um. All right. So we found out that the Flash was there when everything was going down in Metropolis. So he ran all the way to Metropolis. He had on some bootleg costume. Uh, he saved one kid. Uh, which is like you know that's all he could do, which because he was just starting out. So that's interesting to say that he was he was there. Uh, I did like that. Um, and now we realize that Batman exists because somebody made the "I'm Batman" joke. Um, which I guess Keaton goes around saying that all the time. Maybe I don't know, <laughs> but that was pretty I'm funny. Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah, we I mean, have the I- mask out. Oh, what? Oh, got him. One sec. I'll be right back. Got him. Oh, got okay. him. I didn't get the memo. <laughs> oh, I got. Hold on. Let me put my mask on. All right. We're doing the rest. We're doing the rest of the. We're doing the rest of the interview in this mask and in this voice. There you go. Jazz left. All right. So. I'm uh, they, oh what? Oh yes. <laughs> All right. The running gag we have on the show. I, I have like a Spider Man mask somewhere in my closet. closet. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to go looking for that. <laughs> See, they're not the math you deserve, but they're the ones you need right now. <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take that off. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good gag for our, our YouTube people. Uh, Marley says the Pakistani Batman. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> What is it, uh, some some godder man? Yeah, Ruby's like I look away for thirty seconds and come back and the hosts are gone. <laughs> Who's bat? Who are these Batman? All right, all right. Uh, so basically, they go to Wayne Manor and they get attacked by a hobo-looking uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, oh, which stunt is pretty double. Funny stunt double. Yeah, space. it's just no, the guy with the beard. Definitely a stunt double. And then Keaton explains time travel to them using spaghetti, and he goes, "Time travel is not linear." It's more like a bowl of spaghetti, which is interesting because time not being linear is a very, very big Doctor Who trope that people talk about all the time because it's uh, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> it's, it's how they explain it, and everyone just buys it. And apparently in the DCEU, it's like spaghetti. So, hey, <laughs> everyone's got a bad explanation. Like... It isn't. It isn't because in, in spaghetti, there are you know, cross perpendicular lines and parallel lines and everything goes together and people are 
attracted like magnets. So you'll see the same people in different universe. This is pretty good explanation. I, I was not mad at that. Um, but I thought one thing he says is that, uh, yeah, he hasn't been Batman for a while because Gotham is one of the safest places there is. And I was like, damn, that actually happened? <laughs> all right. And all you had to do was defeat one penguin and one clown. <laughs> hey, and then just going to retirement, right? He, I yeah. think he was just chasing Catwoman after that. Yeah. Oh, for the yeah. Other reasons, yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. she's leaving a trail of cats for me. <laughs> <laughs> Little Arkham uh, reference right there. <laughs> All right. That's what it is, uh, man. It's confirmed now. Michael Keaton, best Batman in any of the movies. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Confirmed. Uh, that's his, only his universe ended up with Gotham being crime free. That is true, I guess. Yeah, technically, you're right. He's the only mm-hmm. one that was successful. All right. Um, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we do see that it is the same Batman from 1989 because the bag that the Joker left at the end of the movie is referenced. So you see that laughing bag. So I was like, oh, wow, it is the same one. So, okay. And then we see all the cool suits as Batman. And then, you know, he takes a little convincing, but Batman's like, all right, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Which I love that line because that, that's one of the best lines in the original movie where he said Bruce Wayne says that to the Joker after the, right before the Joker shoots him. So <laughs> like when that. that line happened, I looked at my friend and I said, he said the thing. No, yeah. it was just dead silent in the in the theater. Oh. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm telling you, every callback, no one cheered nothing. They were just like, well, okay, wow. Cool. Did you go to like uh, a I went opening night, like at an opening AMC, night? IMAX. I was watching an IMAX, everything. Wow, and it was quiet. I think the only time we had like cheers was like when Ben Affleck came out, and then after that, it's just maybe a couple jack, uh, a couple laughs over here and there. Okay, oh, interesting, interesting. I don't know. Well, all right, you should come with us. It would have been fun. Yeah, I'm down. So, so the the bat plane comes out hanging upside down like a bat, and then when they go and leave the cave, the entire scene is inverted. I love that. That was that was great. That was fire. Uh, I I love a good inverted scene, whether it's Miles Morales or whether it's like Batman. I I love that. Uh, you see this in the Matt Reeves Batman movie too, where after Penguin's car goes upside down, you see Batman walking up to him upside down. I swear to God, something about up da- upside down scenes, love them, love them. They're so good. They're so cinematic. They did this one right. I, I will give it that. Like it yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Well, uh, I was immersed. That's the word for it. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah. So you were checked out, but immersed at the same time. Correct. Right. <laughs> okay. I was immersed in the visuals, but checked out of all dialogue. <laughs> were you also immersed when they found out that uh, Supergirl was inside a scrotum? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I heard that joke, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. We're going here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> the scrotum. But then day. I was like, and then two seconds later, I was like, you know what? Screw it. It can't get any worse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, when they're breaking out Kara, I did love where like Batman pulls out a yellow ruler, and I was just like, yo, this is so Adam West, where he's like pulling out a yellow ruler, and then he's like, how much do you weigh? Uh, which is a reference to Vicky Vale in the first Batman movie. I love that scene. That was so good. That was, I love to see Batman actually calculating stuff in his head. Uh, yeah, yeah speaking of which, that scene is is Michael Keaton's Batman stuck in like 1990s 2000 technology like you know if you ever notice yeah. like everything is like old that he's yeah. carrying around like he never bothered upgrading like them like, yeah. yeah like no. if you see that he has like a ball like as a yeah. mouse and I'm just like what is <laughs> this, this is, this, sorry I'm like did this guy never like purchase like an upgrade program <laughs> nope his, his back computer uses AOL <laughs> And somehow it's still stronger than the shit we have today. <laughs> His dial-up is like, <laughs> like you have to load it up like that. <laughs> oh man, that's really really funny. Um, I I did notice that he has his thing with the whole Art Deco style too. Yeah, I love this comment. Immersed in the visuals, but checked out of all dialogue, jazz. I'm like, yep, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Dad, did you have something to smoke before you went in that movie? <laughs> Maybe. All right, all right. Um, I'm just right kidding. I run the lab. Movie. I cannot legally do any of that anymore, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. So, so basically, what they do is after Keaton basically measures their weight and pops them out into the roof, we see Kara getting some sunlight, and then we don't see her again, and we see a little bit of fighting. And then they're all like basically trapped. And then Batman does this thing where like he puts his hand up and he goes like, "Be on." 
right? He makes the fist. Uh, as soon as he makes the fist, we see Kara in the background of that. And I was like, oh, that was shot really well. I was like, oh, this is so good. And then the visual effects came back. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> this was so cool for a second. This is oh. Because I seen that scene in the commercials, and I was just like, "Ah, that's just a commercial. They'll fix it in post." Um, no, Why they were did you not. wrong? Why was I wrong? Oh man, <laughs> great! And is scene. it me, or it was like the way how she was like, you know, I'm just like comparing her to the um, Ferora character from Man of Steel, and the way how she was beating up these uh, these uh, Siberian uh, cops or uh, soldiers, it just it just seemed like you know. She wasn't as powerful as Ferora. You know, like in Ferora, yeah. she was like tossing them like ragdolls. This one, yeah. she was beating them up, but it looked like she was putting a little bit more effort into it. To be fair, she's she weaker. just got some sun. She's much weaker. Yeah, I'll give her so. that. I'll give her that. I don't give I don't understand why she looks like Gumby in that scene, but <laughs> other other than that, I give it to her. Um She but, did look like Gumby the way her yeah. like was it a potato sack like kind of shirt looking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but when she did get all her power, she looked fit. She looked fire. Uh, when she put on that costume and I was like, whoa, she looks amazing. Um, F you to all the people that like commented when her pictures first leaked and she was like in a harness and hanging upside down where people were actually calling her fat. People had the nerve to call her fat. Can you believe that? Like, what? Go, go on. Yeah. Go, oh, my God. It was so bad. Because like she's wearing a harness underneath her, her suit. So obviously she's going to look a little bigger. Um, and even then she didn't look bad at all. Right. Uh, but, you know, obviously people are like, oh, she didn't work out. She didn't do this. And then, like, she just dropped the scenes and, like, behind the scenes photos of how she looks. She looks amazing. Every one of those neck beers that said that should, you know, punch themselves in the face. Or in the scrotum. You can clearly, see it's a harness, though. Like people are dumb, man. People are dumb. <laughs> Do um, they think harnesses are like uh, what Kevlar thin or something? Like yeah, I don't they know. They just probably <laughs> assume like there's gonna be one rope behind her, and then yeah, she'll be yeah, doing yeah. all like the flying herself. All right. Um, all right. And then uh, we basically get a. We have to bring back Barry's power. Uh, basically, they have a bat kite that does it, apparently. <laughs> and very then Benjamin they, Franklin. <laughs> yeah, very Benjamin Franklin, which is really, really funny. Um, and then they do it the first time and it doesn't work. And then Barry Fifth do it again, which is directly from the comics and from the cartoon, which I, I like that they did that. Uh, Kara comes back and she picks him up, gets him the powers. Uh, we're all ready to go and fight, right? Hold up, hold up. I gotta talk about the scene. Alright. I cannot believe Batman was okay with bathing this kid in chemicals and jolting him with lightning like this. Like <laughs> I it is what it is, man. I mean well, he's Michael Keaton out after the first act. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well like whatever. He's like at, at this point I believe anything he says. Um <laughs> all right, so they're fighting people and hold on the best scene, uh that in my opinion, which is like Supergirl's best scene, is where she finds out that unlike the movie Man of Steel, uh, Superman's pod never made it to Earth. In fact, it was intercepted, and they basically tried to operate on the baby to get the Kodak and the fulcrum or whatever it was called, and basically turns out that he didn't have the genes, Kara does, and he didn't survive. So she goes like, what did you do? Love that scene. So oh, good. Wait. Sorry. I, th- I think you missed a huge part where what? she flew out. She saw Zod. She looks at him. He kills somebody. Then he's like, huh. And then, and then he sees her. He yeah. lets her fly back to Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And she's did. like, let's go fight. <laughs> Zod so just funny. looked at her. He's like, hey, what's up? And she just like flies away. And he's just like, she'll be back. She'll be back. She'll be back. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so crazy. I, I feel like that scene was out of place. I'm like, that that does not track. I feel like Zod would have like sent the yeah. other two mercenaries right like, after. I mean, her, like, but... think about it. Zod's been looking for this for 20 plus years, and he finally sees right. her. And he's like, she'll be back. I know. I know she'll be back. Yeah, th- that was definitely I could out wait. of place. There. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you know, since we're talking about Zod, I feel like Michael Shannon did not give two f's about this character. Like he oh, did he not. Done. He Just did not even that. care. He just showed up, said some lines. It just, it just was a huge like step back. Like his character had so much weight um, in Man of Steel. You know, you've really, you kind of sided with him a little bit. You understood what he stood for, and in this one, he just felt like a generic, like you know, person in the background that's just saying the same lines over and over again. 
Yeah. Make that no. money, my man. Just make, make that, that money. money. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now we see all the flashes and Batman, everybody fighting. Uh, what did you think of the fight scenes? I thought some of them were really, really cool. Uh, I got used to the bat special effects at this point. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. like the cyclones and the fighting and the slow motion. And when they put their feet together and then go and they're fighting. I'm like, all right, now the movie is starting. Now we're getting a good movie. Now it's like where all the action is. Um and then they lose. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> there are so many things going on. One thing that two things stood out to me. One, yeah. there were, I felt like there was no weights in this in this battle. It just felt like a, a huge CGI mess, punching and things like that. Yeah. I just felt like every punch that you didn't feel like there was a huge weight to each punch. You know, yes. like again, I, I'm I'm going to compare it to this back to Man of Steel because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to ride that Man of Steel nostalgia. So I'm like, okay, if you want, you know, if you want to use everything from Man of Steel, let me compare it. I felt like every every punch in Man of Steel when they're fighting each Kryptonian or when yeah, Superman was fighting each Kryptonian, it, you could you could hear the weight, you can feel the weight. The the, the score was amazing, and none of that was here. It just even felt like even in back. I, I totally agree with you. Even in Batman v Superman, the warehouse scene where Batman is fighting just like those goons, every single punch, every single thing that he does, you feel it. I totally agree with you 100%. You're totally right there. Uh, and this was just like a big CGI mess. And in my opinion, we need to go with practical effects. Like like if you watch the Nolan movies, if you watch uh, the Matt Reeves movies, even the Joker movie, right? Everything is practical effects. And then the special effects kind of clean it up afterwards. Like, you know, Correct. mostly practical effects. And then we clean it up with special effects, right? This is all CGI in front of a green screen. Like Quantum Mania, same thing. I didn't really care for that. Like it's just, ugh, it's just gross. I, I just don't like it. Thor this is why, like, Thunder had the same problem. Yeah, this is why I love like the the Mission Impossible movies. All practical effects, even the dumb ass Fast and Furious movies use m- practical effects, right? So, I awesome. don't know. Even yeah. Man of Steel used practical effects, like in yeah. like they they shot like some of the fight scenes on location. Obviously, you're gonna replace yeah. some of so, like Henry's body with the CGI, but like they use yep. them for reference and whatnot. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Like we're just you know again CGI is cheaper, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, but it's it's, yeah, it's not hitting the mark. Effects artists are not unionized. You can yep. abuse them, and nothing will happen. You're, yep, yep. All right, so now Barry's in the speed force, and they're like, "All right, you know what? I'm going to cheat just like I did in the uh, Justice League, and I'm going to go back in time and then give ourselves more time." Um, and then they lose again, and then they're like, "All right, this time they realize that he, uh, younger Barry, got stabbed, and then his healing healed around the stab to make the kryptonite thing part of his body." And that's when you're like, hmm, interesting. Now this for is a me, new weapon. yeah. Now for me, my head started turning because I'm a big fan of the CW one, of course. I noticed that the two berries have different lightning. One has blue lightning, and one has the gold red lightning. And I was like, whoa, something's weird here. Why do they have different lightnings? And like in the cartoons and in the uh, TV shows, his lightning makes a big deal. It, it, it depends on like a lot of things, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then I, we get I to think, yeah, sorry, I think the lightning is like he's he can naturally produce blue lightning. Yeah. But when he wears the suit, it becomes yellow. And they showed that because when second Barry got it, he got blue lightning. He put on the suit and then he had yellow lightning. So I think it's the oh, suit that he's wearing that produces a, the yellow lightning because um, second Barry's wearing the bat suit and that's all yeah. cut up and everything. And he's producing blue. Oh, okay. So I, I think you're right. I think I didn't catch that. Okay. So I think I was probably thinking too much into it because I was like, oh, something's wrong. Something off here because he has different lightning. So I was like, oh, okay. But I, I get what you're saying. It makes more sense now because he was oh, using I- lightning to hit people when he was doing the the, the rock, <laughs> the Jay-Z symbol <laughs> at everybody. <I> mean, <laughs> lightning color is a thing in the comics. Okay. Like yellow, orange. It's like the pure connection to speed force right blue is artificially boosting it with velocity serums white is you know specifically a savitar one uh white blue i cannot remember what that is there's even a purple one but purple is nora yeah it's like iris iris west is like uh i think like pink and then i think like nora is purple it's like the combination of the two it's like yeah there is a reason behind it but i don't think they did in this movie i think in this movie it was just a bit more it looks cool. Okay. Let's make them different colors. Or like, how do we differentiate two berries? You know? Yeah. Two okay, that's fair. Two I lightnings. probably think it too much. All right, and then we go into Speed Force, and we see all the cameos. Um, I thought this. I was actually hot. love this scene. I thought it was this hot garbage. My favorite scene of the it whole was... movie. I thought it was okay. Hot okay. <laughs> I don't know what's 
what were the executives thinking that this was going to have people cheering and crying or something? <laughs> My theater, again, dead silence. They had no idea. They like, I was like, cool. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, should we talk about specifically who showed up? No, like, cause, like, I've, Christopher I've, Reeve. <laughs> so, so, for, okay, first of all, let's talk about Christopher Reeve. To, they could have used old footage of Christopher Reeve, but they AI CGI'd him. That's they just, it, it that's, looked pretty that's, bad. That's just wrong. I mean, like, the yeah, guy passed away not, years ago. Right? It's wrong. Like, I think that's, I think that's gross. I, I don't think they should have done that. Uh, they did with, uh, Helen Slater, who was also, uh, Superwoman. Uh, mm-hmm. they did that. They did George Reeves. Uh, the Nicolas Cage part I liked. I liked the Nicolas Cage part. Uh, the CGI was terrible, but if you don't know what the history of it is, there was supposed to be a movie with Nicolas Cage to be Superman, and then that was so funny for me. He was supposed to fight a mechanical spider. Yeah, and he was yes. supposed to fight a mechanical spider. And it's which really... fun fact that mechanical spider ended up in Wild 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 West, Wild West with Will Smith. Yep. Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep. I think uh, the director was John Peterson or something. And then uh, I think uh, Kevin Smith tells his story and it went viral, but it was so funny. He's like, he got his effing spider. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, it didn't work for me. Because like others, like when the CW did it, like, dude, it's so good. They did Smallville. They did uh, Birds of Prey. They did Teen, They did the Titans. They did Stargirl. Like, they just did it. And it just like, even if they were reusing old footage, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And then I did not feel the same. I did not feel that same like heart, the energy. Like I did not feel it in, in this. It just came off. Kind no, of we were just, just counting just, them down. Like we saw Adam West, like we and all the Batman. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was Adam West was there. It we was, saw uh, Jay Garrick's Flash. What was Yeah. It? I don't know the actor's yeah, name. Yeah, there was no like, Grant Gustin. So, like, the Jay Garrick Flash is the same guy who played the fake Jay Garrick in the CW show, who ended up being Zoom. <laughs> so he was That's he ended awesome. Up, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Um, all right. So then we learned that it was actually Barry the whole time. It was me, Barry. <laughs> like I, I don't know if you remember the Flash, reverse uh, Flash meme, but it was like it was me, Barry. Uh, so Barry was the guy who was the fake dark flash or whatever he is salvatar dark flash whatever Se- second berry it was second the second berry yeah second berry yeah. uh and then he had to convince himself that like no i gotta go back and i gotta let my mom die uh which is which is wild i i feel like that scene where he had to do that with his mom that that was good that was good i mm. love that like that was the heart of the movie um really really good what are your thoughts about that nabil you want to go first I, I think uh, yeah, from an emotional standpoint, I was hooked for that scene. Yeah. You know, like I, I understood the weight of it. I understood that, you know, this, this whole last 90 minutes have been garbage. He realized he made the whole movie garbage because of this one, yep. <laughs> one action and he needs to undo it. And it means a lot to like, he's just like, hey, I made a mistake and I have to live with it. And, you know, I have to learn to let go. I have to live with the scar. Mm. And you know, it's it's basically like you know he it's it's in his it's in his hands to be like yo I can I have to let my mom die. Yep, which which was great. Uh, I I love that scene. I think it was done really really well. Um, and then the he store. yeah, and then you know he puts the tomato he takes the tomato back out. Um, and then he goes and he goes back into his timeline. Um, and it's a day of court, and they go to his dad, and they see that his dad looks up, and because of that. He was freed. Now, do you guys know why his dad looks up? Yeah, he put the yeah. tomatoes on top shelf. He, he put what? He put the so initially, on the top shelf. yeah. So initially, when the beginning of the movie, Batfleck gave him a flash drive of the footage, and his dad right. never looked up because yeah. the tomatoes were never up on the top shelf. And yep. yeah, and then he went back in time, and all he did was move all those tomatoes to the top shelf. So his dad looks up. Yep, I I thought that was pretty nice that, that that was sweet and it was like a great way to end the entire uh, movie and then we're like everything is good and then all of a sudden bruce wayne george comes out clooney. and it's george freaking clooney with his little nipples <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually the nipples were on his suit he came yeah. in his suit <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're pasted on. Yeah. So, so you guys know what happens in this, right? So, basically, originally, it wasn't supposed to be George Clooney to come out. It was supposed to be Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was going to continue to be the Batman for that universe, and he was going to be the Batman in the Batgirl universe. Yep. And then, so there were there were about three different endings because uh, 
one ending which let's not like one thing is that henry cavill shot his scenes and yeah, the last did. scene was supposed to be um wonder woman uh and supergirl and superman they all fly off together and then they find out michael keaton's in this world and they're like and barry's like oh shoot i messed something up yeah. and apparently batfleck is like trying to reach out you know like how in bvs uh, yeah. Barry goes back and he's like, "Am I too soon?" Well, it was yeah. supposed to be the reverse of that. And Batfleck's like, "Yeah, Barry, am I too soon? I'm stuck in a different universe." Yeah, Th- there's that. Um, and then we have it's what this is what we got. And I think uh, the other ending was it would have just been uh, Barry, uh, Michael Keaton, and Supergirl. So no Wonder Woman or Superman. Ah, uh, got it. All right. And then there's also the end credit with Aquaman, which I was like, okay. <laughs> Aquaman's drunk. <laughs> Nothing new here. <laughs> Nothing new here. I don't know. It was it was kind of funny, but it didn't give us anything. And I was like, all right, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I didn't even know there was a post-credit scene until I got home because I was like, thank God it's over. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so this is how the Snatterverse dies with Aquaman dying in a puddle. <laughs> Bro, like, how fitting was that, though? <laughs> oh, it... it it is very fitting. It was so garbage. Just have fun. Just let Aquaman die. Uh, it is. Uh, I mean, he didn't die, but he was just drunk off his ass. <laughs> I, I, it's funny how everybody had the metabolism to never get drunk except for Aquaman. <laughs> He's just like done. Um, yeah. So I guess it makes sense why Aquaman and Barry were in Peacemaker and uh, nobody else was. I guess that makes sense <laughs> now. Uh, but that's about it. Nope. It's still a mess. I guess it's that's the end of the DCEU. Um, Aquaman 2 is coming out. I hear it's super unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see what's her name again. Um, Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Amber they took Heard, out. No, name. I heard they took out a lot of her scenes. So that'll be oh, done with. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Hey, if you keep Ezra Miller, might as well keep right. Amber Heard. You know, you gotta stay consistent. Come on. You yeah, cannot get rid of Henry Cavill. Yeah. You cannot get rid of Henry Cavill and keep Ezra Miller. <laughs> They can do whatever they want. They're just, wow. All right, all right. Listen. You're that's... either full abuse or no abuse. Pick a side, guys. <laughs> no abuse, goddammit. Come on. All right, guys. Uh, we got another episode to film. We'll be filming our weekly news episode right after this. Uh, before we go, do we have any last thoughts about this movie, Nabil? I I don't know. It's uh, it's sad to see how this is how it ends. You know, 10 years in the making. <laughs> you know, this is... Again, as a huge like uh, you know Zack Snyder trilogy fan, I feel like you know this they did everything in their power to just like forget make us forget about like what he was building up. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, hopefully in the new world with the new James Cameron movies, we are in a better James place. Gunn. James. Oh, Gunn. James Gunn. Sorry. <laughs> I wish. I, I think James Cameron would do a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. James Cameron Aquaman from Entourage. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Nabil, where can people find you? Oh, you guys can find me on TikTok and Instagram. My handle is uh, my full name, <laughs> Nabil.Tariq. Damn, you trust cool. people with that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I'm a very trustworthy guy. All right, yeah, Nabil. Go watch The Flash if you're bored and have nothing better to do. Don't go watch it. Or just go home and watch Man of Steel. <laughs> so much better. I would just go watch season three of you The know, Flash honestly, on Netflix. Prob- this would be okay if you watch it on max like when it's free in like three months it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's not doing so hot in theaters it might be on max sooner than you think <laughs> right like guys go watch don't fast waste your money unless you have the amc pass <laughs> don't watch it yeah yeah all right guys thank you for joining us and until next time guys salam nerds peace <laughs>